Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm not doing too good, man. That's a shame. All right. Well, guys, you're listening to a new episode of Dead Talk featuring Alex Carter and Lucy Webb, Resident Rascals in Action. This is my episode, Alex. That's my name. And it's not mine, Lucy. That's true. Her name is can't be Alex because her name is Lucy. That's true. And this is episode 21. We're legal, baby. 21. We are. We can drink, we can party, we can go to Viva Las Vegas if we wanted to. And we can gamble. We can. We can gamble. We can have a, a fun little time playing Jack. <laughs> playing Jack. Blackjack. Just playing Jack. Yep. Playing roulette and just taking advantage of those free drinks, you know? Because that's what being a woman we- in Vegas is about. I mean, that's how they keep you in those goddamn casinos. They're like free drink. After you're done with this episode, please watch Louis Theroux's episode in Las Vegas. That shit's so good. Oh, it's so sad. Well, let's just get right into it. I have a little tale to tell today. Mm-hmm. It's a mysterious tale. It's one that, as of right now, is still a mystery. Ooh. Okay. Which leaves a lot of this up for debate. Which Love is that. what I'm hoping happens today. Yes. Shall I do it? Shall I, I say it? Shall I, I begin? I think you should. I think you should. Let's. Now, Lucy, on the 8th of June 1984, a Canadian nurse named Cindy James was found dead in Richmond, Vancouver, with her hands and feet tied behind her back. There were signs of the nurse being drugged and strangled. Hmm. Yikes. Not so great. It was in the garden of an abandoned home where she was found, roughly a mile and a half away from where her car was eventually found parked in a small shopping mall. In said car, there was blood on the driver's side door and items from her wallet were also found underneath the car. Cindy had a black nylon, so like tights, tied tightly around her neck and the autopsy revealed that she had died from an overdose of multiple drugs. What does that say to you, Lucy? Um, So she died of an overdose of multiple drugs, yet had hosiery. Correct. Round her neck. Hands and feet tied behind her back. Hmm. To me, to me, I don't know. There's two options. She could be either a party girl and those drugs were her. Or she's been drugged and the rest is a ruse. A ruse. Okay. Now, it was believed that her death was caused by an unknown event, according to the Vancouver coroner, who did not rule her death either an accident or suicide. However, in the seven years preceding her death, Cindy had reported almost 100 incidents of harassment, which began four months after leaving her husband. To this day, the cause of her death remains unsolved. Wow. Thoughts so far? Are you intrigued? I am intrigued. However... I'm intrigued. More than intrigued, I'm sitting here saying, oh, what, the police department hasn't done enough when somebody files, like, a million cases of harassment? Shock horror. I've never heard of that before in my life. Cindy's mother and father, Otto and Matilda Hack, always believed that Cindy never killed herself and that she would not have been able to stage the death scene. Yeah, homegirl, can we hold up for a minute? Yeah. Who's killing themselves and tying themselves up and putting fucking tights around their neck and then tying up their ankles and their arms and then is like, I'm peacing out of this world. Like, what? It's... I mean, well, we'll get into it. We, yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm jumping ahead, I'm jumping ahead. I just no, think no, no. that's... Well, 
that's pretty much what the coroner said. He was like, official analysis, do it, do it, McGoo. Do it, do it, McGoo, yeah. Yeah. Cindy's sister, Melanie Hack, ended up writing a book entitled Who Killed My Sister, My Friend. Weird title. Weird, I don't like it. (laughs) I hate it. For the book, it took 14 years for her to conduct full research, which included looking into toxicology, the autopsy, and the medical and police reports. Now, a little bit of background for Sydney, not her name, Cindy. (laughs) Cindy was the oldest of her parents' six children, and at age 19, she married Dr. Roy Makepeace, Uh, (laughs) who was 18 years older. Makepeace? I hope you do. (laughs) That's his real Roy name. Roy Makepeace. Roy Makepeace. Dr. Roy Makepeace. Well. Just saying. Just saying. Have I ever. Just putting the well, facts okay. out there. All right, all right. Yeah, you don't have to believe it, but, you know, just saying. Um, she worked as a nurse and took a special interest in counselling children with emotional problems. However, it was shortly after this decision to end her marriage in 1982 that the beginning of her years-long nightmare began. Wow. It was her parents that she approached first about the stories of harassment before going to the police once they turned into death threats through phone and email. Now, that's not funny at all. However, Lucy, in my notes, I've written death throats by accident. (laughs) That's funny. And that is funny. And that is funny. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's confirmed funny. Going back to not funny, three dead cats were found hanging (coughs) in her garden by her. Oh, is that funny to you? It just It's just a violent transition, that's all. Mm, from from you know a funny violent? little slip-up um, to dead cats to, hanging to dead from... dead cats hanging okay. in the garden. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah you got it. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that tickled you. Oh, fuck off. Way, Keep going. Her porch lights were smashed and her phone lines were cut. Strange notes were left on her doorstep and she reported five violent physical attacks. Five? Fuck that. Five separate physical attacks. Now, there was one night where Cindy's good friend Agnes Woodcock popped in for a visit. However, there was no answer when she knocked on the door. When she went to the back of the house, she found Cindy crouched down with a stocking tied around her neck. She said, Cindy, that when she had gone to the garage to get something, she was grabbed from behind by an unidentified intruder. Hmm. And her friend, that was her friend that spotted her like that. She, oh, this one's, this is where this guy obviously, or I don't know, guy or girl, obviously has a flair for the dramatic. She reported messages being left on the windshield of her car, as well as a picture of a corpse being delivered into a morgue. Interesting. And thematic. Quite like it. Very, okay, don't. (laughs) No, no, no. She likes it. Confirmed, Lucy Webb, you you are this person. Okay, and Dead Talk exclusive, it's me. Yeah, and it was also me. the dead cats thing pretty much seems like you as well. <laughs> All right, it was me. <laughs> Fuck, that was me. That was me too. Sorry, guys. I know it. I know it. Yeah, yeah. This guy, oh my God, I can't keep her out of trouble. Ah, I'm tell you that so for a fact. sorry, sorry, guys. That was I was fucked up that night. I was just doing all sorts of goofy things. That was almost a little bit too goofy, Lucy. Right, well, I'm just trying to me. have just trying to have some fun, Alex, okay? You're right, I'm sorry, I spoke out of turn. Um, raw meat had also been delivered to her house. Ooh, I, oh, okay, that's crazy. Maybe it's like a HelloFresh kind of thing. Did you ever think <laughs> about that? <laughs> HelloFresh, this week's theme is raw sirloins. This week's theme is not so fresh. No, it's not. It's decaying carcasses, actually. Yeah. But Parmigiano. The flies add for extra protein. 
Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I right. love that. I love that. It's, Thank you, you know, she's like, oh my God, another yeah. thing to add to the harassment. And then this HelloFresh um, worker is like, did I just swap the box? Fuck. That's Hello the box. HelloFresh famously yeah, was yeah. really big in 1982. No, they were. They were. That was uh, their kind of debut yeah. year. All right. Well, on to our next sponsor, HelloFresh. Do you want raw meat delivered to your door with a threatening message attached to it? Because we can do it. Use Dead Talk 20 at checkout for 20% off your next raw meat and threatening message delivery. Nobody's doing it like HelloFresh, so sign up now to be one of us. Yes. Okay. Good. That was a good ad. Thank you. Um, there, there were periods that went by that had no harassment, but it would always start up again. Right. Um, this alleged harassment caused Cindy to move to a new house, paint her car, and change her last name. She eventually went on to hire a private investigator named Ozzy Cabin or Caban. Are you horny? Yes. Okay. Of yeah, course, yeah. Lucy. Why did I ask? Is that next? You know yeah. me too well. Okay. Um, who would go on to report, Ozzy would anyway, that Cindy would often be evasive and would also withhold information. Interesting. A twist of the tale. Cracks are starting to form. Do you see how I, I do? did No, that? I see them. I see them. Good. The police were also investigating. However, they began to start doubting her stories. Her mm. mother believed that Cindy was reluctant to go into too much detail as she had been threatened by her harasser and feared for her family. That's fair. Both, both sides I can see. I can see it happening where maybe this is a woman who's maybe losing touch with reality. And I can see it, well, guess what? Harassers, anyone... That's like that is a master manipulator and they know how to make their victim look like a crazy person, essentially. Like, they, but, they know exactly what they're doing, these people that do this stuff like this. But also, like, there's been many circumstances where you need to withhold talking about stuff for your own safety because you don't know... Like, and that's that's exactly, like... I'm, I'm basically just repeating what you're saying, but that's exactly... Like, imagine, imagine, if you're in your head and... Sorry, I just burped. That happened, and you're like, listen, I don't know that this isn't somebody who's connected to this police officer. If I give this information right. out and giving it out willingly, am I then going to be punished by this person again? Like, do you know what I mean? Right, and I mean, going off of statistics, it's highly probable it probably is the police officer. Moving <laughs> yeah. on. Ooh. Aussie Caban, or Cabin, who knows? installed lights at her house, as well as giving her a two-way radio and a panic button. Hmm. The police would also regularly do 24-hour surveillance for the house as well. He's Lucky only a bitch. good PI. He is a good PI. Good for him. Good for Aussie. Hmm. Yeah, I just saluted, by the way, to the audience at home. Um, there was one night where Cabin heard strange noises coming from the radio, so he rushed over to the house. When he got there, he found Cindy lying on the hallway floor with, get this, a knife through her hand, as well as a note that read, you are dead, bitch. No, I'm not, Ka bitch. <laughs> no, she's not, bitch. <laughs> Kaplan checked her pulse and believed she was dead, however. He's like, finally, it's over. I mean, no, he was probably like, shit, now I'm not going to get paid. That's true, actually. That's so true. Depends on how on what side of morally corrupt he is, basically. Well, he's not quite police, but still of authority, so he's somewhere in the middle. <sighs> I mean, you got to respect someone that's like, I want to solve crimes, but I don't want to be a police officer. I want to solve crimes, but I'm not, I'm not jumping into this wormhole of a piggy, piggy society. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Um, she was then taken to the hospital where the only thing she recalled was a needle being put in her arm. The police, who were growing tired of the ongoing saga, did not take fingerprints. What cunts? Sorry, but they were... do your job. Imagine, if you... imagine having a job and just being like, mm, I just can't be bothered. Like, do you think when I worked at a call centre, if a customer was to continue calling me about a problem, just because they're annoying doesn't mean I don't do my job. You know no, what I mean? No, you can't do that. Like, that's like, so frustrating to even... I know it happens, but it's so frustrating to hear this police officer's fucking opinion. It's like, nah, I can't be fucked. So it's just like, we're just not going to do it, boys. Do your job. Like, quite, quite literally. Like, yes, you report a lot of crimes. Guess what? Yeah, you're the police. That's yeah. what you do. Nobody nope. asked for your opinion. Yeah, you're supposed to be par- like impartial to this shit. Here's 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 the tea, right? And I think a lot of police officers, especially in the US right now, are forgetting this. Your job is to serve the public. That's it. No, their job is to hold a level of power miles above any member of the public, and they are judge, jury, and executioner, Lucy. That's how that. That's what a policeman is. Did you I not for- know that? I. You know what? This is so embarrassing, but I forgot. I'm sorry. I know. That's on me. That's well, on me. That's on me, boys. Sorry, police department. Continue on. You're doing a great job. Yeah, as long as you salute them every time you see them walk past. Say you've oh, never done anything wrong em. in your life. I'm. Here's a story time. So, oh, when I lived in Rhode Island, like everybody, like I know people know this now, but when you're 12 years old, you know it's a different. It's a different story. And also, just to like live it is different. But whenever we would go out in public and go to a restaurant, anything, any cunt wearing a uniform, it was like. The, the second coming of Jesus had just walked in. And, like, oh fair enough. Like, you know, I don't have... I have opinions about the army and whatever to m- my own degree, but the police officer, police officers would walk in and, like, would literally look at you like, okay, so why haven't you kissed my ass yet? And I'd be like, because I don't fucking yeah. want to. Like, and this is <laughs> this is before me being 22 and, you know, like, I'm saying I was 12. I didn't have any fucking political ideas but me just being like you're a fucking police officer and my mum works for the nhs and my dad is working at a bank what's the difference like fuck off like i just the entitlement of these people walking into barbers and also you know those cunts aren't on duty and they're wearing their fucking uniform because they know they're gonna get free shit like fuck off and the amount of times i was on a flight either back to Rhode Island from from here, like home, or like somewhere else in the US, and we had to wait, we had to wait and clap as the police officers and army people went off first. Fuck off! I went off the plane. It's bullshit. No, I just hate this. This hate this like violent, toxic patriotism where they literally want you to suck their dick, and I don't want to do no, it. No, what makes you better than me? Because you did. <laughs> Four hours training or something. Yeah, because what you did four weeks at police academy, grow up. Yeah, get over it. I could do that in my sleep, baby. Correct. Anyway, continue on. Rant. My rant is over now. No, it was it was needed. Um. Um. However, Caban did not. (laughs) Caban did not believe that anyone could do this to themselves. Cindy underwent several hypnosis sessions and polygraph tests in order to figure out what was going on. However, she was considered too traumatized to be a good candidate. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Sounds pretty uh, fucking so traumatic to me. Just a bit. I mean, yeah. knife through the hand, that's got to hurt a little bit at least. Yeah. 
Just a little bit. Cindy continued to receive threatening phone calls. However, none could be traced due to how short they were. However, there were never any calls when the police were at the house doing their 24-hour surveillance. The calls would always take place when the police were not around. Cindy girl, I want to back you all the way here. And again, you can can look at this both ways. You can look at it as you're making it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or somebody being manipulative, yeah. Or Cindy's parents believing that her attacker did this purposefully in order to make her look increasingly suspicious. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. That's true. Oh, God. That's why something like this is so... I'm going to say it, that's a shiter of a situation, Cindy. I mean, you know, obviously throughout this entire thing, her mental health is just deteriorating. Oh, God. Bit by bit. Just with every new report of harassment, it's just like, she's like losing it a little bit more and more. Yeah, fair. Um, After one attack, Cindy had been found lying in a ditch located six miles away from her home. She was wearing a man's work boot and glove and as always, had a black nylon stocking around her neck. She was also suffering from hypothermia and had cuts and bruises on her body. Now, this is when a lot of people would be cut and dry with this thinking at this point, she's making it all up. However, this is quite an interesting part of the story. Now, she had no recollection of this happening to her and asked her parents to stay over. One evening, they were woken up by noises in the basement and when they went to investigate it, there was flames. Oh. Or it had been lit up. They then realised that the phone was dead, so they went outside to alert the neighbours. When they went outside, they saw a man standing by the curb and asked him to call the fire department. However, he just ran away instead. The actions of an innocent man. Correct. This, nothing more to talk about there. Nope. This was the second reported case of arson. Second? Yes. Hmm. So, I mean... Just the thought of going out and being like, hey, can you phone the fire department? Someone just be like, peace, and then running away. And you're like, he's probably busy. Uh, anyone else? <laughs> they're, they're so polite. They're like, you know what? That was rude of us to ask. Um, yeah. yeah. Go so, up. Sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Anybody? Yeah, is it, is it okay if we stop the fire? Or <laughs> Yeah, is anyone going to be offended if we put this fire out? Is that all right? Mm. Yikes. Sorry. That's, yeah, that's uh, that's pointing to guilty man. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the suspects at one point, obviously, the guy that right. ran away. The police determination was that the fire was started from inside the house as they found no fingerprints on the window they believed was the one a perpetrator would use to gain entry, entry sorry, to the home. Mm. Um, they believed the incident was staged by Cindy and they also found it strange that she would often walk her dog late at night considering how fearful for her life she was Lucy I don't know man and also in the source that I got this from they said it was a little dog as well so it's not they're meaning like obviously it wasn't a dog that could probably protect them if they were outside and someone were to approach it was a chihuahua wasn't it it was probably a chihuahua although to be honest I'd be fucking scared of a chihuahua yeah, and Vicious. rightfully so. Rightfully so. Vicious. Hmm. I, oh, I don't know what I think. I don't know what I think. That... And that's probably what makes us so entertaining. <laughs> A grazie. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> no, 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 no. A thank you. Tip no, no. Oh. A thank you, sir. Lucy, no, 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 no. I insist. Oh, Alex, we could do this all night, but we could also just keep going. Point. Yeah. Her parents were becoming increasingly concerned for their daughter and seriously feared for her mental health. Mm. She was committed to a local psychiatric ward by her doctor who believed she was suicidal before being released 10 weeks later. It was after this that 
Dun, dun, dun. She admitted to family and friends that she knew more about the perpetrator than what she had said previously and that she was going to go after them herself. Oh, enough, Cindy. Enough. That's where I draw the line. Enough. Tell me, tell me, tell me what you're feeling right now. I'm getting annoyed. I'm getting annoyed, Alex. In what way, shape, or form? Because, because... Get your feelings out, baby. I will. If you're, if you're going to sit here, if you're going to sit here and tell me all this shit happened, girl, I believe you. I'm with you. I'm here with you 100%. I know more than people... I know, I know more than I'd be letting on, and I'm going to go get them myself. Don't do that. You you're going to get yourself killed. No, but that's just so... You have the police helping you at this point. Like, stop putting yourself in danger. No, of course you're not going to put... Like, of course you're not going to go out and sort it yourself. Are you victim-blaming right now, Lucy? No, I'm not victim-blaming. I'm not victim-blaming if by saying that should you go out and deal with somebody who is harassing you yourself... No, you shouldn't. You absolutely shouldn't. What if you're trained in various martial arts? Are you? I'm not saying me, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. Even then, it's like... You're putting yourself in danger at that point. I'm just saying, for someone for someone who has been attacked multiple times and been really seriously hurt and had a fucking knife through their hand, for you to then, oh God, then spin your story, then spin your story and be like, do you know what? Yeah, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to... Actually, fuck the police. I, I've, I've clearly got the upper hand in these assaults. <laughs> Let I mean, me... to be fair, the police really haven't done anything for her. They haven't. But, like, listen, if she's... Ronda Rossi, then fine, but she's not. Oh, gross. Uh, by the way, Carol Baskin is on Cameo now, so... <laughs> Wait, let me see how much she is. Hang on. My birthday's in a month, bitch. Fuck. No, you're not... Well, you're not getting one from fucking Carol Baskin. It's I don't want one shit. from Carol Baskin. Absolutely not. Thank God. It's £123.67. Is that a fat joke? Fuck off. I mean, get that money, but I, I can't. Fun fact, Alex last year... For was it last year? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. For my twenty second birthday, (laughs) Alex paid the kombucha girl to say happy birthday to me, and it is the best fucking video that I've ever ever seen in my life. It's so funny. It was really good. It's because I categorically am obsessed with her. I still am as well. That's like that's not just a phase. Like I literally love her. Yeah, I tipped her as well because the video was so. She did a great job. She did do a great job. She was class. But fuck Um, Carl Baskin. Yeah, just Jesus. I mean, whatever. I'm not as big a hater as most people. I am. She spent her entire life trying to get somebody in jail for having captured lions and tigers and whatever, and she she does the exact same. Yeah, but I mean, I think she means more the treatment of them, like how it's done. Yeah, but what's what's right about having animals in captivation? What, What is it? Captivity. Captivity, Jesus Christ. I think I am dyslexic. I actually think I am. What you just did. God. Are you okay? No. Like, I'm just, I was thinking about this today. I can't spell for shit. Really? No. And it's gone so downhill, like, over the last. That's one thing. I think it's because I'm just, like, out of uni now. Anyway. Yeah, that is one thing in life that I pride myself on is my spelling abilities. I would have in the past, and now I'm an absolute illiterate idiot. Jesus. Okay, yeah. chill out, man. I can. It's fucking me up inside. Just don't be so hard on yourself, bud. <sighs> I try not to. Mm, try harder. Now, she went on to tell the police that she believed her harasser to be her ex-husband, a Dr. Roy Makepeace. 
Turns out he wasn't making peace. Turns out that last name, as funny as it is, wasn't appropriate. Turns out, I shouldn't say that because this was all alleged, police encouraged her to phone them so that they could take the conversation. Now, being a psychiatrist, obviously, it points to the idea of it being fairly easy for him to play with her mind. Um, However, he, of course, denied any involvement of the harasser during this taped conversation. As well as this, Makepeace gave the police a recording from his answering machine which contained a death threat to him. From her? Well... Oh. Dunno. Interesting. But there is recordings of said death threats online, guys. Yeah. If if you're there's these recordings are online if you are like questioning what it sounds like, if you're confused about what it could sound like, you can go ahead and make peace with that and listen to it online. Were you? I want to know when. How was long the moment where I've you been like, thinking about that joke? It's been an eternity. What you didn't like me shaking my boobs in your face? Oh wait, I'm I'm in front of the biggest window in Glasgow right now, <laughs> and I almost just absolutely lifted my top up for I you. I wish I was. I, I wish I was behind the biggest window in Glasgow. Yeah, because I would flash my tits in Glasgow. Um. Well, I'll do it when we're off this call. How about that? Does that make you feel better? It does film it, please, and send it to me. You already know I was going to do that. Okay. Perfect. Now, moving swiftly on. On the day of her being reported missing, it was two weeks before the body was found, she went to the shopping mall in order to deposit her hospital paycheck as well as do some grocery shopping. Um, Of course, this particular detail doesn't really go along with the theory of her committing suicide. Yeah, why why deposit a check if you... And deposit, like, a paycheck. Yeah. Interesting. It's like literally every single new paragraph in this story, it's like, she's out of her mind. Mm, well, that's kind of weird. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Like every yeah. single paragraph. This is one of those things where I'm changing my mind every time you say something. I know, because we have no opinions on reality. Yeah. Until someone says outright to me, this is the right opinion. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with that then. Neil Hall, who was a Canadian journalist and who also wrote a book about the case, now believes that she killed herself. However, the investigator Aussie Cabin, Caban, Caban, don't know, does not agree with this. He finds it to be strange that it took the body two weeks to be found, considering it was so close to both traffic and pedestrian walks. He believes the body was dumped. Interesting. Closer to the time... So, obviously, he, he thinks it, um, it was dumped there, but closer to the time that it was actually found. Correct, exactly. He didn't think that it could have gone a whole two weeks without someone seeing the body if it was where it was dumped. I'm following you. I get you. That is, that is strange if it's... That is strange, because, yeah, if it was close to pedestrian um, crossings and such, then why wouldn't somebody come across it? Lucy, I just couldn't tell you. No, neither could I. I just don't have the answers for you. No, it's okay. You don't seem like it's okay. Well, you know, sometimes you have to make peace with those problems. (laughs) Wait a minute. Did you just... (laughs) Did I just say make peace again? Oh, wait, no, I was talking about something else. Moving on. As well as this, she had an injection mark on her arm, which makes it hard to believe that she could have walked a mile. No, please slap your arm again. No, because it really hurt the first time. Okay. Um... Which makes it hard to believe that she could have walked a mile and a half to the spot she was found, injected herself, and then tied herself up. 
Walk a mile in these little batons. They don't wear the shit where I'm from. You're from Australia, Iggy Azalea. Yeah, like what? Where? Where I'm from? You're uh, quite literally from uh, Adelaide. So explain that one to me. Yeah. So what are you wearing? Like cowboy boots out the outback? Dumbass. Australia huh? as a country is just a myth to me. Fuck them. Oh. oh see. <laughs> There was also no needle found close to her car or the eventual spot where she was found. Interesting. Oh, and another bit of breaking news. Someone outside just did the most horrendous cough I've ever heard in my life. Oh. Flame filled is the only uh, way oh, I Oh, disgusting. It. Please don't. It was, well, I needed to hear it. Sorry, I, I'm well, I didn't, I didn't need a play-by-play. And I didn't need to hear it. Yes, but then, but, but, then, but then call the suffering. End it there. No. Everyone must suffer if I'm suffering. Okay. Police, of course, believe she ingested the morphine, which gave her plenty of time to do the rest. However, no evidence was found to back up this theory, and there was also no proof of purchase for the black nylons, which were around her neck. Okay, but she could have just had them. Right, but they're saying there was no, like, that none of her purchases that she's made were black nylons. But what if she'd had it for years? Oh my god, the cat's clawing at the door right now. Did you no. bring socks to Glasgow? Yeah, duh. <gasps> Dirt. I love her. Why does that melt my heart? Oh, I do love that. Yeah. Oh, And I also fucking well, hate you... socks, but that's so sweet. I mean, you better keep loving it, because I'm about to whack her out the window if she keeps scratching at the door to get in. Have you ever heard of something I would love more? Yeah, that's. What, I mean, that's what I thought. I didn't want to assume, but I was like, I'm pretty sure Lucy's about to absolutely die with what I'm about to revealed to her right now. Socks. Socks. Enough. Enough. Um, yeah, so that's the story of a Cindy for you. What's Weird. your final, final thoughts on that for me, please? I mean, as much as it's a fun theory to say that she was cuckoo bananas and did it herself, um, I mean, how many times, how many times, how many times have females been killed by fucking crazy people and you never find out who it is. Like, I just think it's... I think it's lazy and a bit of a bullshit excuse to say that she did it herself. Really? Yeah, I mean, I just don't think... I don't know, but I don't think, given all the stuff, like, her being tied up and shit, like, why? Yeah, what? And why? Also, just why orchestrate this whole thing? Unless... Like, sure, okay, to play the game, I totally can believe in a, a world or a universe where somebody divorces their husband, uh, they're mentally unwell and un, um, mentally unstable anyway, so they orchestrate this narrative in their life where they have this crazy stalker slash person who wants to kill them um, just to garner some attention and they just run with it and they're unwell and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then actually it just is intertwined into this suicide that she has anyway like if you're extremely unwell mentally then yes i i i can see it happening but it doesn't really seem like there was that much talk about her being like that unhinged i mean uh, the only thing that i really was said was that she became more mentally unwell as this went on basically right but to start that to to run with the theory she's doing it herself you have to be unhinged at the start yeah you have to be like completely yeah, no, totally. Like, you have to be completely unstable to yeah, to be doing that shit. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, 
this is me like justifying him i don't know like I, I kind of relate like i feel like i could do that no but i feel like if you're in a really shit place and you're mentally unwell you could start this narrative but to like really follow it through like to right. put a knife through your fucking hand you're not um passing the one to ten of how depressed are you gp test that they give you scale is that a scale that they give you yeah it's shit <laughs> it's so bad it's like how, yeah they'll give you like i a did piece, not get that i they give you a piece of paper and like each there's like loads of different questions it's like basically a statement it's how much you agree with it or you don't one to ten and like one of them is like i often think about ending my life and i was like Ooh, one to ten, which number is that? That's a real that's a real toughie. That's like a weird yeah, what a weird way to conceptualize that. I would just yeah. ask questions and shit. Like well, do you ever think this? They did, and that's but then that's what I thought about. That's exactly my point that I'm making with that. It was such a weird way to try and gauge my mental health. Cause I was like, oh, so there's gonna be an average clearly here. And like I also can see the pattern in which like you probably don't want me to answer towards ten. And like, yeah, like it's so. I, like, I feel anxious in public, one to ten. Like, uh, can we just talk about it? <laughs> yeah, what? It's very weird. Um, I mean, uh, what this makes me think of as well is a little movie I like to call The Invisible Man. Oh my god, it is a lot like that. Right? Like, it's like these kind of abusive figures in life, like they've mentioned in this story previously, they have certain ways of making it seem like the victim is. Not a victim, pretty much. Oh, girl, it's gaslighting one hundred one. Yeah, literally gaslighting. Ever heard of it? Because um, it's it ain't too fun, if you ask me. No, um, just saying. But it makes me think of that—the fact that this woman is so clearly like she's like she knows she knows what's happening in her head, but no one will. I mean, that's enough to make you go batshit insane. That's the fear. But I mean, there's there's things for both sides. There's things that make you think, huh? But then there's things that make you think, no, maybe there is something going on here. Like, the guy that ran away when they asked for the fire department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that there was a fucking knife through her hand. That's yeah. That's kind of weird. What the do fact you... that there was no needle found. And then there's also stuff that's like... Oh, hang on. Sorry about the itch. And then there's also stuff that makes you think, right, well, someone could have just done that to themselves. So it's really... I mean, I don't... I honestly... my I can't even wrap my head around this in any way, shape, or no. form. No. No, I have no idea. I literally have no idea. But my my best guess is that it wasn't her. The way the thing that makes me kind of go more towards that that it wasn't her was big Aussie's um thing of how did no one see the body if it was two weeks sitting there? Yeah, exactly. And she can't die like, and then dump her body. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Right. She can't do it. Here's the thing, she taught herself to astral project and used that as a way of moving her body afterwards. Well then so, I respect it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if anything, I respect her more for it. Yeah, that's a really good point. If her body's been moved, then... Or if it's pretty undoubt, pretty pretty undebated that her body's been moved, then obviously it's not her. Right. But I don't exactly. know, man. I don't know. Ozzy made some points. How about that? Ozzy did make some points, to be fair. I still don't know how you say his second name. Cabin? Caban? How's it spelled? K-A-B-A-N. Right. Caban? I guess Caban, but yeah... I mean, I said it both ways throughout the entire story, so... Could also be Cabin. Fuck, you're giving me an option that I didn't even realise was an option. I would have, yeah, I would have maybe thought Cabin. Who? Aussie K, that's what we say. That's that's the story, baby. That is the story. Um, Very yeah, mysterious. Very sad story. Very mysterious, very... Yeah, either way, sad. Like, very, even yeah, if it I was mean, her. Like, you are one unwell person. 
Yeah, that's that's horrible. That is horrible. I can't even imagine. But thanks for that tale. Very interesting. You're welcome. I thought it was pretty interesting. So I'm glad you agree, Lucy Webb. I highly do. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Um, yeah, If you've you. enjoyed this episode, as always, you can tag us. Um, but before you do that, please follow us. We're desperate for attention and validation. So please. on Instagram and Facebook, we are at Dead Talk Podcast. You can find us there. And on Twitter, Alex, what is it? It's Dead Talk Podcast. It's Dead Talk Podcast. It's Dead Talk Podcast without the O. Um, you can find us on there. And if you listen to the episode, please share and show all your people how cool you are because you listen to true crime comedy podcasts. That know. makes you so cool. It does make you really cool. And oh maybe Johnny God. will finally finger you at the house party next week. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? You might. <laughs> that was a bit too close to <laughs> Yeah, well, you and me fucking both, sweetheart. High school wasn't fun for us. So No, high school was not fun. <laughs> Listen, we're trying to wrap this episode up, not open another can of worms, okay? Oh, God. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Lucy Webb. I've been Alex Carter. Goodbye. Goodbye.